If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. If Kev Lewin's decent, it's a sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, what's going on? I hope all is well. Now, I've been doing the Since the Sandbox podcast for a long time now, but I never really reflect personally on the Giants. And I think that this is something that I'm going to start doing. So all you Giants fans, make sure you guys are staying tuned to get the best coverage of all things going forward. But this is going to be a New York football Giants update. And I just really wanted to come here and address the New York Giant fan base after the draft we had, after the offseason, and the past couple of seasons that we have had. First things first, I would like to address the Joe Judge tenure. And personally, I was a fan of Joe Judge, but things didn't work out the way that everything was supposed to. Jason Garrett was supposed to come in here, have that offense running, and I feel like Judge was really relying on on Jason Garrett to fix the offense, and that didn't work out well. And I feel like that reliability on Jason Garrett and also in Dave Gettleman to improve the offensive line is a big reason why that stint did not work out. But that's over. Now I want to talk about the offseason that the New York Giants just had. I'm happy that we brought in Joe Schoen and Brian Dable. I do feel like that they are providing um, a positive direction for the franchise going forward. And through free agency, the draft, and all things that have just recently happened, I do like the direction of the New York Giants. And to start with addressing free agency, you know, we didn't make too many moves in free agency. I feel like it was more kind of of addressing, you know, the needs of the Giants and, and things like that to help build and shape our football team. So I'm happy that we did get some offensive line depth. I feel like that's going to be absolutely essential to the Giants going forward. And it's absolutely crazy in one offseason how Joe Schoen and Brian Dable addressed the offensive line. But in four years, three years with Dave Gettleman as the general manager, we never put this much attention or focus on the offensive line. So I'm very happy about that. Now getting to the draft we selected at five and seven, personally, I wanted Ahmad Gardner as one of, at one of those two picks. I'm not devastated that it didn't happen. I mean, I, d- I did think he was one of the better players in the entire draft. So seeing him go at four is no surprise, honestly. Just think that, you know, getting Kayvon Thibodeau, that's going to help, you know, with our edge presence and getting us a pass rusher that we've been looking for for a long time. And Evan Neal, I mean, I feel like that tackle made the most sense out of all the tackles. And the reason why I say that is because he had the most experience playing right tackle. Why would we go get Charles Cross or Ike Iquanu, who are both great tackles, but had no experience playing on the right side? It wouldn't make any sense to take Andrew Thomas, who was our left tackle, move him onto the right side just so Evan Neal could come in and play left tackle. So I'm happy we went about our first round properly. So that was definitely some steps in the right direction. What is our future going along with those first round picks? Our future is, is murky, and I'm not going to lie. The reason why it's murky is because we have a lot of question marks. We have a question mark with Daniel Jones. We have a question mark with Saquon Barkley. We have a lot of question marks in the defense in Blake Martinez. We have a question mark in James Bradbury. And, you know, just a lot of the young guys that we have too, like is Dexter Lawrence, is he going to be an elite defensive tackle? I'm happy that we picked up his fifth-year option. I'm going to talk about Daniel Jones' fifth-year option in a couple of minutes, so make sure you guys stay in tune. Before I continue with this Giants update, guys, make sure you go and check out the rest of the Sense of Sandbox content. I talked about the best and worst 
draft classes from this past draft. So make sure you go and check that out. And also, I talked about my recap and reactions from the NFL draft. Some surprises about some trades, some selections, and things like that. Go and check it out along with our sophomore slump of success talking about second-year players in the NFL that are either going to have a great year or are going to struggle. Coming back in with the episode, kind of happy that we decided to trade back as much as we did in the draft because we did need to round our roster out with some quality players in. You know, I feel like the Giants did a good job of that. Obviously, you know, there were some selections I wish we made. Instead of James Cook going 63 to the Buffalo Bills, I feel like we could have kept one of our picks and, you know, selected James Cook. Would have gave us more future strength, you know, at that running back position, even if Saquon Buckley doesn't stay. Um, and if he does get hurt this year, definitely give us some dependability. Everything going on with Saquon, look, I- I'm happy we drafted Saquon second overall. I do think that he was deserving of the pick. I do think, you know, he was a tremendous talent coming out of college. And I get where a lot of people are, you know, reluctant to select running backs early on in the draft. Just because, you know, there's such a boatload and a quantity of backs that you can get later on in the draft that is still just as good. But Saquon Barkley is a different talent. And we haven't given him the opportunity to, you know, be his best and succeed. And that's a failure on the New York Giants. And that's the partial failure for Daniel Jones as well. So I do think that this is a big year for the both of them. I'm hoping that these two players make it very hard for the New York Giants to let them walk away this year. I I really would like to see Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones both back in Giants uniforms. I feel like we've yet to see the best from both of these guys. And a large part of that is just because, you know, the lack of of a good presence in our offensive line. So I think Saquon Barkley can be in a thousand and a thousand guy. I think Daniel Jones can pass for 4,000 yards and, you know, give you six, 700 on the ground with a two to one interception ratio. I feel like that those would be positive things. I do think that the New York media isn't really helpful to all of that, but I do know that, you know, that's part of football and the markets that you play in. But a player that hasn't really benefited from the New York mar- the New York market that much as James Bradbury. And this is somebody that I feel like is a need on our roster. And we, we could see that, you know, through the past couple of years. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, the Giants need a lockdown corner. I don't think Adoree Jackson is that lockdown guy. I do think he's a great number two and can help bring great special teams play. But, you know, having that lockdown corner, if we can sign him to an extension or something, I feel like that would be beneficial because it would change the cap number from this year. And I just think that that's the biggest reason why the Giants are trying to move on from him just for finances. And I feel like, you know, an extension will probably make him a a little bit more of a desirable trade piece. So, you know, it could be beneficial both ways. And I think that, you know, he's someone that we should absolutely hang on to. The five most important plays that I want to talk about as you know, as a New York Giants fan in, in the future of the franchise and things like that. Uh, Adoree Jackson, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier McKinney, Aziz Ojolari, and Andrew Thomas. So these are obviously guys that were all on the roster last year. I'm not going to be talking about these rookie guys as some of the most important players over the next couple of years just because we don't even know what they are yet. So we don't want to put that pressure on, but Adoree Jackson, you know, I feel like he could be very versatile and he's still on the younger side, has that speed, and I feel like that'll be essential in keeping up in the division. Dexter Lawrence, you know, I feel like he has a lot to prove. Is this guy going to be a captain and a leader for the Giants for years to come along with Leonard Williams? And, you know, I didn't put Leonard Williams down on here, even though I do think he's somebody that could be in New York for the next couple of seasons. And the reason why I say that is because, We already know what Leonard Williams is. He's going to be a consistent guy that can plug the middle, that's going to line up next to Thibodeau, and is going to cause havoc. But we need to know if Dexter Lawrence is going to be a guy like that as well. 
at the safety position, Xavier McKinney. We know that he's a leader in that secondary, and you know he hasn't really had the opportunity to shine because of Logan Ryan. So now that Xavier McKinney is back there, no Jabril Peppers either. He has full control over that defensive backfield. So uh, I'd love to see Xavier McKinney turn out to be, you know, a great draft pick that we signed to a second contract. Aziz Ojolari, you know, this is a guy that I feel like needs to absolutely build on the year that he had last year. And this was a great linebacker pass rusher out of Georgia who we drafted in the second round. And got us eight sacks last year, and I'll take that. The Giants haven't had eight sacks from a pass rusher that they drafted probably since Jason Pierre-Paul. So I feel like his success is absolutely dependent upon... And I'm hoping that, you know, Aziz turns into a 10 to 12 sack guy next year and continuing to build in that forward direction. Last guy and probably the most important is Andrew Thomas. Regardless if Daniel Jones is our guy or not, Andrew Thomas is somebody that I'm expecting to be our left tackle for the next 10 years. And that means it's somebody that we're going to have to pay. But this is also somebody that's going to have to be a a foundational piece for the New York Giants. The Giants finally have... Some positive things to say about their franchise. It's going to take time, New York Giants fans. I think things are definitely going to be slow for us. Free agency is still upon us, and getting under the cap number will be essential throughout the next coming weeks and months. But stay tuned for the next New York Giant update. We will be doing this very periodically. But all you Giants fans, you're welcome. Go and leave a five-star review for the Census Sandbox podcast. Peace out.